Average height for women, 5 feet, 3.7 inches. Perfect. Spinner. 5'3"? It's about right. Five, and man is what? 5'9"? Five, 5'9". Nine? Five, nine. Five, nine. See, that's perfect. That's six, six inches. inches. That's six inches. That's a, biologically, it's, it's the perfect disparity in height. Because for, you want to cram their face. You want to cram their face in your armpit. <laughs> well, when you pro- yeah, because when you procreate, don't you do that? Oh. On the ticket? <laughs> Risk reward. Yeah, okay. good point. <laughs> Stop making that a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Corby, you coming up to How tall is your wife, Craig Rosengarten? My wife is 5'5", five, five, I believe. And you're how tall? Five, I'm 5'11". <laughs> so you have the six-inch gap there. There you yeah. go. Happy about that, too. And we've been married for a long time. And then what about Craig you, Jason? <laughs> then you have uh, Jason, what about you? I'm about 5'6". My wife is probably 5'5". Five, five. I've only got an inch oh. over my wife. Oh, that's man. That's an accident. Now our marriage isn't doing so well. Oh, oh my no. gosh. So you have to wear heels? What a disaster. Yes. <laughs> Did you, you wear heels in your marriage? <laughs> yes. That, that might be where we're going Who wrong. Who have a kid? How did Jason? that happen? You just had a kid, Jason? Yes, sir. How long ago? Uh, he's four months old. You just started showing. Well, how long ago did you have him? <laughs> he just started showing. Uh, we had him four months ago. Oh. <laughs> God, that's a coincidence. How tall is Julie, Corby? Five point, like, three, seven, five. Yeah, she's like five, five, three, five, four. Three, seven. Average. And that's about right for you. Six inch difference? Six, seven inches, yeah. That's I know. It. No. it means your marriage will last as well. Take that to We'll the see about that. <laughs> so what he, is... He's what is, prove you wrong somehow. I got plans. <laughs> so I guess like the, the difference in your height between yourself and your wife is kind of equivalent to... Okay. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Maybe not. Thank you. Equivalent to the what? The... Genesis chapter four, verse six. Yes. What do you like? Huh? Uh, what? What do you like in a woman, Dave? <clears throat> Other uh, than one that won't have you, <clears throat> hairless. Hairless. Like has that alopecia? <clears throat> Just from the neck down. Hairless. Hairless. <laughs> you know what would be the perfect <laughs> a newborn hair? You know what? I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the hairless. You know the perfect girl for Dave is like the uh, oh is like have you seen the Grateful Dead video with the skeletons and just Jerry yeah. Garcia up there with a Touch wig? Of gray. That's it. That's you like skeletal Jerry Garcia with a wig. That's your perfect. They are hairless down there. Yeah. God, she's hot. <laughs> Man, I, saw, I saw some show on anorexia, and I was just looking at it going, Dave finds that attractive. Well, think about it, though. Tom Cruise I don't and... Like, I don't like bony. I just like thin. Cruise I've seen what you think is thin, and to me it looks bony. Well, to each his own. More for me. No curves or anything? I just... like curves. I'm Where? A, I, I am the inventor of the term little miracle. Don't forget. Yeah, but those are man-made, He likes aren't the they? impossible woman. Yeah, you like man-made curves. That's no, not the same. No, little miracles can occur in nature. Very rarely. If it's plastic, then it's not a little miracle. Right. You know, they get special exemptions. It's like um, Drago in Rocky Three <laughs> or Four, Or whatever. He had breast implants? I often reference <laughs> Drago. <laughs> I will break you. Yeah. That was in Four. Right. Three was Clubber Lang. Oh, yeah. Four was Drago. Yeah. And then Five was... Tommy AIDS man. I don't he's, know. He's now dead. he didn't have the money to get the Magic Johnson drugs. Surely. I thought he was living in a cave. No, he was living in Oklahoma, and he had monkeys picking the AIDS out of his scalp. He did have monkeys. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Picking yeah, the AIDS out of his. I remember we did that we whole did, we yeah. that whole bit. <laughs> but the monkeys picking AIDS out of him. <laughs> 
Hey, we may have the uh, Michael Jackson. Are they what? convening today, the jury? Yes. They are? So we may have it come down on our watch. How great would that be? That'd They're be not awesome. going to decide we break the that. We break the biggest stories on the range. And we're Let's carrying it live. You know, we have a mandate JF to carry that live. All right, so no what's, the chance, what it is. what's the chance of him going to jail? Zero. No, I think, uh, I think it's about 15%. Yeah, it's not much. I watched Fox News last night, and their guys were saying there's a good chance yeah, he can go Fox to jail. Yeah, it's Fox News. It's Fox News. He's used to be black, therefore they want him in jail. Who's the most famous celebrity? Why is it humid in here? Who's the most famous celebrity that's had to go to jail? Um, Nate Newton. Yeah, uh, I guess Nate Newton. It has to be Nate Newton. I mean, <laughs> Mike Tyson. Yeah, but he was kind of half there anyway. Yeah, but he was at the top of his game when. Well, I mean, he no, lost a really. fight, but still, he was a huge celebrity. Muhammad <laughs> Ali had to go to jail. Yeah, that's right. I'm thinking about somebody like in, more in He's the entertainment white. in the entertainment industry. <laughs> Are you talking like for uh, like singer, like a, actor, a heinous you know? crime? <laughs> that's what Michael Jackson's accused of. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, but he's... I well, I mean, Rick, there isn't anybody. So he would be... I'm thinking his life would be on the line, wouldn't it? G. Gordon uh, Liddy. Jeffrey Dahmer. Ted yeah. Bundy. Do -do 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 -do. Good point. By the way, did anyone read Mike Tyson's USA Today? They did a front-page article on him, I think, yesterday. And... Um, it was full of the most pathetic quotes of... Yeah, he said he's going to die alone. Yeah, I've, I've absolutely wasted my life. There's nothing left of me and The just, weed got me. Yeah. I mean, the weed? Just, yeah. Like, he smokes a lot of pot now? Uh-huh. And it was just so sad and pathetic, and he brought up Jeffrey Dahmer again. He's obsessed with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? Yes. He said that uh, people think he's worse than Jeffrey Dahmer, and if somebody put him and Jeffrey Dahmer in a lineup and ask the person to identify who ate all those people that everyone would point to him. You know, I have a hard time feeling sorry for Mike Tyson. No. How much money has he gone through? God, he's well, his probably prize, blown through like $200 million. Yeah, his prize uh, money was right at $200 million, which about a, probably he might have got half that. million or so goes to him. He might have got half that. Maybe, yeah, maybe. After agents and... But still... But think of all the ancillary money how, that he made besides his fight. How do you blow through that? I don't. I really don't understand well, that. Well, he had like pet tigers and he yeah. had like a yeah, but you know, don't you have 20,000 some semblance of, of no. reality? No. No. I'll bet he never saw any of his money. I bet he just got, he just had a credit card and just did whatever he felt like and it was just... No, he, I probably, think he, was he probably very, didn't even have a credit card. He was like Michael Jackson just pointing at stuff. Yeah. No one does. I thought I read when that story came out that he had, you know, he has all that, those yeah, handlers with him. Did you see that, His Gordon? Posse? What? The Michael Jackson when he was in Las Vegas shopping at the Bellagio or... Uh, yeah. I want those vases. I want that person dead. <laughs> I want this painting. I mean, it was so weird. Dad and this and two of them and dad. It's like he was showing off from for the camera. Yeah, that's exactly what he. And was you know they always have Mr. Daily Jackson. Those are thirty thousand dollars a piece. I take ten. <laughs> and they always have specials at the Bellagio. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna cut him a deal. Jeez. Buy one, buy ten, get one free. Yeah. Fortunately, while he was there, the blue light came down from the ceiling. <laughs> hey, Craig, did you go to that? Uh, Craig? Yeah. Did you go to that Steve Wynn Casino yet? I have not, not been open. there. It's it, just open in it, April. It, it, it's open. 
Um, and a bunch of my, uh, a couple of my pals went there for opening night. Is it opening weekend? Have you talked to him? Is it supposed to be crazy good? They said it's ridiculously decadent. Yeah. Well, I mean, what isn't up there? I heard yeah. it's cool, but I also heard that they didn't put enough elevators in there. Yeah, they they said that they had a couple opening night glitches or opening weekend glitches, but uh, that the rooms were amazing. The rooms were. If you ever been to Vegas, the Venetian is all suites and they're really really nice suites. They said that these rooms are much nicer. So you're paying thirty thousand a night versus twenty. I don't have any idea. How, but he, but he's supposed to build his next Shadow Creek golf course. He's going to build a golf course there. It's supposed to be better than Shadow Creek. God. How about that? What do you think of Vegas, by the way? I haven't talked to you since you got back. You know, I, I was talking to a friend, you know, back here the first night that I was there, and they were asking me how it was going, and I hated it the first night. I was like, you know what? This is Addison with gambling. It's just disgusting. But the, the longer I stayed there, the, the more fun I had. Yeah. And you gotta let all that go. Yeah, I mean it is. It's there is so the cheesiest cheesy. place in the world. It is but so awful. You gotta and cheesy. you gotta roll with it while you're there. But yeah, if I mean I was on a work trip, so that colored my opinion a little bit too. But if I was there with the right set of people, if I was there with a group of friends, or if I was there right. with a girlfriend, I could definitely see myself having a good time. But it, what really bothers me about it is how people always talk about how it's kind of a value vacation. Jeez. And who talks about it that way? Well, people just always, you know, kind of, oh, let's just, you know, jet off to Vegas. It's well, you know, you not that expensive a you, trip. You know, you, the airfare is cheap, and sometimes you can get deals on hotel, but then they rape you on everything else. It's not so food. expensive. Can, I always think one of the best best scenes ever in a movie is Vegas Vacation when they're at that, they have no money, they go to that one buffet, and he says, load up on the blue stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. If you're smart, you can get around Vegas pretty cheaply, but... Then you know, but then not, used to come to the gambling, not and, and not if you enter the casinos. Yeah, I, I actually uh, I ended up losing like maybe three fifty, four hundred bucks. Boy, it, I'll tell you, and, 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 and two hundred bucks is somebody else's money. That is a soulless oh, no. bet. No. <laughs> someone gave you two hundred dollars. My boss had had uh, a couple of chips from the last time she was in Vegas for the Hard Rock, and she wasn't going back there. And she was like, "Here, just gamble." Did up. you go to the Hard Rock? Yeah, I liked it. What night were you there? Um, it was a Tuesday. Yeah, uh, the weekends are weekends are awesome. It was, yeah. it, was it was packed enough for a Tuesday. I can't imagine how crazy it would be. It would be Dude. hard to get a table. I imagine it is crazy. It's the best people it. watching in the world. Get no, you can't get it. It's not even worth trying to get a yeah. table. See, I was playing blackjack for like six hours. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. That place looks like just the devil's playground to me. There's no clocks. There's no t- and there's no time. There's yeah. no nothing. That's why it's it's fun to go with friends, but you're better off. Going with a woman to reel you in a little yeah. bit to There's keep a, you from going too two crazy. Nights tops. Yeah. There's a golf course out there. Tell you how I mean it's the fastest growing city. There's a golf course out there that's being sold for ninety three million dollars just for its land value. Jesus. They're just gonna put houses on it. It's, yeah. it's funny though how just off the strip there are all those uh like crack houses and stuff, mm-hmm. all the all the old hotels and motels from the you know, fifties and sixties that are run down that yeah. haven't been torn down yet. Oh, there's definitely a caste system out there. There's all the haves, and then right down the street is ghetto world. I just feel so seedy after, like, day three there. Yeah, know? two nights is the Like, I feel like I need to be dealing a kilo or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> two nights is the two max. Two nights is plenty. Yep. Plenty. After that, you're just wasting time. And, and you got to mix in a after day. After that, you're putting a hooker on a coat hook. A <laughs> meat hook. <laughs> <laughs> they still um, allow that? 
hookers, hookers on meat hooks? I don't think they ever did, Rick. <laughs> oh. All right, we have to go. It's really late. Yeah. Craig, I, I'm doing the show with you next week. Yeah, I, I was thinking we should play golf this week. We can talk about a round or something. All right. Pick Good a luck. place. I'll call you. Okay, I love you both. See you, boys. KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTDK Sanger. Radio 1310 ticket. You're listening to the Rams. What time? 304. No, it's 1021. 304. That's what it says do right here get, on my clock. What you, does it say, David? Confirm. This, 304 in 62 seconds. Yeah, but the it's not moving. You know what I do? When I'm sitting over here and you sit over here too when you're doing your show, this clock is always wrong, but I always read it like it's like it just I look at it, it's a clock, so it must be right. And I go by it. I'm like, uh -huh. it's 8.52. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, your show didn't even occur during that. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, this is 3.04, which is, has to be wildly wrong. And then what sends me into hypnosis is 62 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what watch doesn't flip over the minutes at, when it hits 60 and just kind of keeps going? Maybe that's like a doomsday clock. Maybe it's going backwards. But why would it have 62 seconds? And Maybe that's six, like 62 why days. Why do only doomsday no. clocks go backwards? Maybe it's like three years, four months, 62 days. That's going to be part of my installation art. <laughs> I'm going to install a doomsday clock in downtown Dallas. Just keep everyone guessing. What is that? It's a doomsday clock. <laughs> All right, so we are back together again. When was the last time? Did we do the show last Two weeks. week? What, were, what was happening last week? I don't remember. It was our week off. Oh, oh it was yeah, our week yeah. off, yeah. Sorry. So, um... One of our 40 weeks off uh -huh. during the year. Yeah, I don't think the show's going to make it that much longer. But that's all right. Been in skin. Certainly uh, getting better every day. They're capable. Very capable. They're capable of being during the week. By the way, our June schedule's a little cockeyed, too. Because we're actually working the week that we're supposed to be off. But and, I think, and we're off the week we're supposed to be working? Yeah, but I think that ye, one of y'all is not going to be there for that show. Like the last week of June? I'm there. I'm not there. <clears throat> yeah, I'm on you're, vacation. you're on vacation. So screwy. Okay, so we've had another episode of an attractive, blonde, white female going missing and the world taking notice. When's the last time this happened? I don't remember. Well... They Terry Schiavo. She was in a hospital for about twelve years. It's just the first name that came to mind. And yeah, he's just no guess is a bad guess, Corby. Come on. <laughs> we can't find Miss Schiavo. 
Oh, wait, here she is. We think she's in there somewhere. Um, okay. I can't, I can't watch I told you, it's the craziest thing in the world. What is that? I hate Japanimation. Okay, so the last one was probably, although she turned out to be so creepy looking, was the Runaway Bride. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't count. She wasn't hot enough to make the world notice. But I'm telling you that... But people freak out when even a mildly attractive female is missing. Right. Where was she from? Was she Georgian? Yeah. And this girl's from Alabama. She's on a high school graduation trip now to she's hot. Aruba. To Aruba. She is hot. So are all her friends. I haven't really seen the pictures. They're very pretty. Here. Let me get back Cover. to her. They're 18. So she's down there in Aruba and um, in the Caribbean. It's Caribbean. And she parties. Is it really? I don't know. Oh. And she's partying at Carlos and Ding Dong's. <sighs> Such a tourist those, trap. I know, those trash heaps that are in every... Didn't we go town. there? Yeah, in uh, at uh, Cozumel. Or Why did we Cancun. end up there? I don't know. That's where they the waiters walk around and pour sangria into your mouth. and It's just dumb. It's just dumb, stupid, dumb, dumb. So she went there the night before, and then I guess somehow that night she went missing. And what happened it's been was... five days... She was eating there at Carlos and Charlie's, eating and dancing. Do you think she was drinking? Think they didn't say it in the story, so she must not be. She's only high school aged. It's a pretty good assumption. Friends saw her getting into a vehicle outside the nightclub with... Uh, Dead Johnny Cochran? Quote, unquote, locals. Oh. Uh, they say that they've questioned and released two... I don't even know how to pronounce this. Surinamese... Nationals and a native of the Netherlands who said they dropped her off early Monday at their hotel where she had been staying. Uh, and they weren't a Ruben students. That's what the, the people thought, that she was hanging out with some local students. So she was hooking up while she was down there. Okay, yeah. here's her picture. With dead Johnny Cochran. Check her Just out. Leave him alone. That's pretty, pretty smoking hot. Eh. What's wrong with that? Look at that. A little, little generic. Look at that. I mean, not, not unattractive. Not unattractive. That is pretty darn hot. Well, we've sent the entire American FBI down there to find her. So this is a we great time. We are unprotected. Time. Yeah. This is a great time to launch some sort of tourist, tourist. What? Tourist attack. Is everyone going a little bit too crazy over Dave Chappelle? Just, uh, I think bit. so. A little bit? I think so. A little bit. But, okay, let's just say this was some poor, overweight, one-legged diabetic. All of those sounds like just a bunch of redundancy to me. <laughs> Same thing? Yep. And she goes down there... Somehow she won the scratch-off lottery and won $2,000, and her dream was to go to Aruba. I'm going to Aruba. Why does she talk like that? And she goes down there and... What diabetics talk like? And same thing happens to her. Are we now doing this story? Do we even know she's missing? No. Or is it because she's a hot, wealthy Alabama teen? That's what it is. It, and I don't understand why people don't make more about the racism in America's... 
I guess it's in America. You know, you can't just say it's the press because the press, I think, does a very good job of reflecting what people are interested in. There's no question. People always blame the press, but it is the marketplace that dictates what the press will put on the front page, what they sell the most of. I mean, you put Ben Affleck and Jennifer Aniston on a cover, you sell more magazines. And if you put... They're together now? No, no. But Gary you, Coleman? Well, I was thinking more, you know, like a some political figure that's making news as he's trying to battle Terry Sudanese um, famine or something. I mean, nobody wants any of that stuff. People want news that either is celebrity gossip that deals with that German word that I never know how to pronounce. What's the German word for? Octen. That's close, Corby. No, Schnagenfreuden. What is it? The When people you celebrate my... the misery of Schadenfreude. Is that right? Okay. Um... You sure that's right? Could be. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good fact checking. Yeah, because we, we like to hear celebrity gossip. And scandal. And we like to hear scandal. And we like to hear fear stories. Fear stories are the... Well, we were talking earlier uh, this month about our child abductions on the rise. You know, how we don't allow kids to play outdoors. We're talking about how you know, kids just don't play outside like we used to and make up games and play in the creek and all that stuff. Is that because of uh, the neighborhood you live in? Because I think some places still have that. I think that it's... Well, no, because George lives in a nice neighborhood. Probably <laughs> the kids nicest don't play one. outside? They do, but not like we did when we were kids. When we yeah, just roam the entire neighborhood yeah, free. Right. You, and you yeah, stay in your was, front yard now. Which is come in when it starts getting dark, you know, for dinner. And which you're going, Gordon! Hey. Right. Why do they talk like that? Because they're diabetic. Your poor so, mom. So, yeah, and the reason we don't is I don't think that child abduction and all the bad things are on the rise. It's just we report them so much more because they're good fear stories you can lead your newscast with. Whether it's a child abduction story or what's lurking in your creek, what your family needs to know. What's lurking in your creek? Yeah, it'll be like, you know, some sort of odd amoeba they found in Iowa that was in one creek and then the whole country you know don't don't allow your kid to get near the creek or they'll get this odd disease we just do so much fear reporting now that uh, the, and that's what sells and people buy it up because I always get hooked in by the teases I always groan when Channel 5 does the uh, it's in your house and it's killing your pets <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh gosh that's sickening I wonder what that is that's what well, is it going to be? What is it? Bite balls? <laughs> so it works. Well, did y'all, when y'all were growing up... So I think this is just a fear monger story. I don't think it's real. When y'all were growing up... I, I think she's really missing. Oh. <clears throat> did y'all's canals have... Well, I didn't have a canal. What? I didn't, there wasn't a canal in my neighborhood. Well, how about yours? When you were in your canal and swimming and stuff, I... Those Didn't canals are disgusting dirty, Corby. I grew up in an apartment complex. I was <laughs> government housing. <laughs> oh. I grew up under a bush. Hey, now. So the first thing I saw, though... Yeah, those canals do have to be disgusting. They're not disgusting. How are they aerated? They have dead Mexicans in there. Ooh. I was out, at a, out there the other day looking at those canals, and it's disgusting, stagnant water. What canal are you talking about? 
the ones in Interlochen. Well, I live in Millbrook. It's an offshoot of Interlochen. Oh, uh, well. You, you can't stick your hand in there and see your hand underneath the water. It's disgusting. It's like a lake, dummy. It's lake it's not water. not a lake. Yeah, it's, it's not a, canal. a lake. It's man-made. It's, it's not like they just... It's uh, dirty water. You, because there's mud at the bottom. Look, I, I go swimming in it right now. Matter of fact, I'm going to my parents next week, and I plan on swimming. Get your shots. He's fear reporting in there. Mm -hmm. He is fear reporting. Get your <laughs> shots. But the first thing I saw when I uh, went to, I don't even remember what website it was, was this hot blonde missing. And, I'm, and I read the story because it was a hot blonde. So you're saying that even you personally. Yes. Yes. If it was some overweight minority, you wouldn't have read it. No, I did not. Minority has nothing to do with it. But why, why did you just nod? I did not. Yes, but you did. I mean, it could have been Halle Berry. I would have read okay, that. Yeah, he's gonna. I would have read that. Or you know, Serena Williams. I probably would have read that. But if it was just some like homeless guy, why am I going to read that? By the way, that guy in Tiananmen Square was a wuss. I think. For not taking it like a man. Yeah. Why was he just coming home from grocery yeah, shopping? He's carrying his lunch just... pail. <laughs> Why didn't the tanks just go around him? Why, is this uh, 15 years ago today? The Tiananmen Square thing? Okay. It just, it just came <laughs> up on the TV. Sorry, we were distracted. Let's go to break. Right. We gotta go. Okay, let's go to break. Norm has many hobbies, including talking sports, world travel, betting the ponies, and happy endings at the Asian Massage Parlor. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. It's 304 in Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. No, it's not. What? Okay, sorry. It's, it's, it's 1141 on Sports Radio. 1041. Oh, yeah. 1041. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. And um, you're listening to the rant, Corby and Dave and Gordon. And we're talking about the chick who was abducted or has just gone missing in Aruba. They don't know whether she was abducted or not. But now that she's been missing for five days, she's a high school blonde Alabamian. A high school blonde? Yeah. Alabamian? Is that right? Alabaman. Alabaman? That's yeah. it. It's Mississippian, Alabaman, Louisianian. I don't know. Texan. Mm. Just run them all down. Missouriite. <laughs> Is it Missouriite? <laughs> Let's run them down in alphabetical order. Californian, New Mexican. By the way, this girl earned a full scholarship to the University of Alabama where she planned to study pre-med. Nevada. She planned on studying being hot. Oregonian. Washingtonian. She was going to get her MRS degree. What's that? Mrs. Oh. Going to find a hot dude and... Wyoming. Get knocked up. Wyomingite. Wyomingite. Stop it. North Dakotan. Stop. South Dakotian. Stop, Stop it. <laughs> it's not Dakotian. <laughs> Maynite. <laughs> Rhode Islander. New Hampshireian. <laughs> you think she's alive? Idahoist? Yeah, Idahoist. 
What is oh, this? Stop, oh, stop. Oh, 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 I can't breathe. Stop. <laughs> what is that? Why was that played? That's audio of her abduction, I guess. Oh, my gosh. I think she found Mr. That's Wright. That's horrible. Like in, no. the, like in the Eddie Murphy bit, he's walking down the beach if she's, if she's with that, his unit over his shoulder. If that's if she's that responsible, all those biographical details, then she's not just going to up and leave with some dude without telling her parents or calling them or something. You Why? Know, hey, true love. You know they true love conquers all. In the, at the end of the story, they talk about the uh, crime statistics on Aruba. Uh huh. So uh, you know, there's seventy two thousand people that live there. Ugh. It's a Dutch Caribbean Can you imagine island. The smell. Uh, I thought there's only like eight of them. <laughs> so far this year, there have only been two murders and three rapes, and last year there was one murder and six rapes, and none involved foreigners. So the rapes have been cut in half, but the murders have doubled. Yeah. No, the rapes have. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I know I'm right. I'm always right. So that's not that good, is it? I, I, Per seventy-two thousand. I don't know. It sounds like a low crime rate to me. What is it in Dallas per hundred thousand? If there was like fifty thousand murders was, per hundred thousand. <laughs> what is what's a town of seventy two thousand? Allen. Is Allen bigger than that? You're saying there's lots of rapes in Allen. I'm just trying to compare Aruba to Allen. No, you said Allen's all raped up. No, I'm saying if there were two murders and six rapes in Allen, that town would be flipping out. I don't know how big Allen is. McKinney? How big's McKinney? Why are you obsessed with northern suburbs? Yeah. I just don't know how big they are. That corridor. How big is Anna? <laughs> Small. It's tight, isn't it? Yeah. What? 66,400. What is? Allen. Are you on the air? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you? So Allen has... So that's equivalent to Aruba. Has We're six, up in uh, here in Allen Town. They have six rapes per 66,000 then. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want a raper. Allen McKinney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anna White Wright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, so this this sounds like foul play. It sounds like this is going to be foul play, and the worst Maybe thing... Maybe Chevy Chase will make a movie about it. He doesn't make a movie about everything that's foul play. He oh. made one movie called Foul Play. <laughs> and what a memorable movie it was. That was a good movie. It wasn't a bad movie. That was a good movie. It wasn't a bad movie. Let's Not as good that. as Seems Like Old Times, but it was a good movie. Esme. Richard <laughs> Meredith had this snake called Esme, or... Was it as good as Deal of the Century? <laughs> that was on HBO the other day. Funny Farm? Funny, Farm's Funny Farm is underrated. Not that bad. Underrated. Everything Chevy Chase did up until like 1990 was pretty good. Fletch Why do they keep showing this dog in San Francisco? Did it eat a kid's face off? It had to because it looks like a, what is that, a pit bull? No, they're saying that dog is responsible for that 49ers video. Huh. Hmm. I think. Maybe I read... Oh, no, it's not. Why? <laughs> oh, no, you just checked. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking up the dog story. <laughs> Do you think that we will ever live in a world in which... Oh, uh, yes. 
Uh-oh. What happened? A 12-year-old boy was fatally mauled. Oh, my mm. gosh. Did you see that dog, too? Police killed... There were two dogs in the house. Police killed one of them and captured the other one. Well, why didn't they kill both of them? I don't know. They, they should have. Look at that dog that they were showing. Looked like a killing machine. It had that huge cinder block head. It's an 80-pound dog. Gosh. What? Their, their heads are so meaty. I know it. And just... You ever, like, knocked a pit bull on the head just to see if you could stir it up to kill someone? <laughs> To their, kill head, your enemy. their head is just like, it's like concrete. You know, I often wanted to... Uh, you ever punted them in the neck to see if they would turn on an, a nearby on mom? infant? You ever wanted to get one of those full uniform, those big uh, fat suits? You see those people, like the dogs attack them like yeah. the, the, in police um, drills or whatever? I'd like to get in one of those and have one of those dogs attack me. Just to, to see, see what how kind of powerful? How violent they are. What kind of power they have? Yeah, I know. Let's do it. We're going to do that as a ticket stunt. And have you mic'd up. Could you imagine Just the girl mauled? screams? It's a horrible idea. Let's do that. I guarantee they'll let us do it. But it's, it's, but like, we'd have to have a German Shepherd. It wouldn't be like a, the mauling pit bull on you. Why can't you have a pit bull? Is that wow? Yeah, is that wow? What does wow stand for? I don't know. What's the story on it, though, Dave? Just a guy walks into an apartment and the pit no, bulls no, attack no, no. him? Uh, this 11-year-old boy uh, lived in this apartment in San Francisco. Coming up next, the story of the dog. I already oh, told jeez. KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTDK Sanger. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. If you live in a glass house, please get dressed in the basement. Please. Three oh four on Sports Radio 1310. 10.54. Quit looking at that. You're listening to David Lane. Corbett Davidson, Gordon Keith, with you till noon today. All right, we did the missing teenager story. Now it's time. Did we really do it? Yeah. God, look at that. Hold on, we'll get to that in a second. Right now we're going to hear Dave tell us the story of the 11-year-old boy who was mauled by a pit Tiger. bull. Yeah. Pit bull in San Francisco. Well, he, he, lived, in, David. he lived in this apartment with his parents, brother and sister, and two pit bulls. Uh-huh. And I guess uh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, uh, one of the dogs attacked and uh, an un unidentified woman, assuming the mother, called 911. She was frantically yelling and screaming, so police officers show up at their apartment and they break into the house and they shoot and kill a female pit, pit bull when... It wouldn't allow the officer to enter the apartment. It was barricading the door. And then uh, the second pit bull, a male, was found inside the apartment and captured. That's the one that they've been showing on the video. And uh, both dogs weighed about 80 pounds each. And they, you know, they were pets. And I guess uh, a neighbor, uh, a friend of the kid, also 11 years old, was asked about the dogs, asked you know, the temperament of the dogs. And the kid said, well, sometimes they were nice and sometimes they were mean. Uh-huh. 
Now, all Corby can think about during this story is those poor dogs. No. He has not thought once about the dead 11-year-old. No. All I can think of is if you got a dog, if you have two dogs, two pit bulls that are sometimes nice and sometimes mean, and this is a family of how many? Uh, With little kids? Family of five. Get them out. Get the kids out and keep the dogs. No, you have that backwards. Get rid of the no, he doesn't. That's the way maybe, he thinks. Maybe you're right. <laughs> That's the way he thinks. No, I mean, get rid of the dogs. Give me a break. In your opinion, it's always the people's fault, right? <sighs> Was the kid petting him? <laughs> Did the kid die? Yeah, yeah. kid's dead. Oh, oh that's terrible. Does that make it harder to defend the dogs? <sighs> as you're preparing your case to present Corby Davidson, dog lawyer. <laughs> Look at these animals. It's the just, real animals here are this family. <laughs> <laughs> They're all weeping. <laughs> Look at them. It's, it's too bad, you know, because I, I guess it's all, it's all about, it's one about the breeding, and it's two, I guess, how they're raised. But pit bulls can be some of the sweetest dogs you've ever met in your life. But I thought the whole knock on them is, yeah, they, they're always really sweet up until that moment that they rip your face off, and then they go back to being sweet again. I thought it was always the unpredictability of them. I don't, but I don't think well, that why that's... Why is that? It's just in their genetic makeup? Know. Yeah, but I, don't, I, I mean, you, you know, it's... Think about what we require of dogs. It's huge. We require them to reason and think and be, have emotions like humans. You love someone, so you don't do anything like that. Meanwhile... Pit bulls and dogs like that have been specifically bred for this particular nature. So they've been evolved to have this nature, and then we ask them to go against it by being, you know, just a sweet little house pet. And then every once in a while, when their hardwiring just takes over for a few moments, you know, then something so horrible happens. And then we're like, I don't understand it. This dog was sweet for seven years. But I, I doubt if, if, if it's a dog that has been sweet for seven years and it snaps like that, it's not going to snap unprovoked. But what provokes a dog can be unpredictable in well, itself. Well, and you know how kids are, and this kid was 11, uh, who knows what happened, but you know, kids all the time, you know, my nephews come over and, with my dogs and they both have real long ears, the basset especially, and they're kind of tugging on the ears, you know, and my basset's not going to do anything, but, you know, a dog that was literally has that in its genetic code to, to do something, they're going to do it. You know? So if you're going to have a family and you're going to have a, dogs like that, get rid of them. Get rid of those dogs. Or don't have a family. Or don't well, keep them cooped up in a five-by-five five apartment. Five-by-five. Five. Oh, you're on the ticket. Oh, dang. What happened there? It was an accident. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, if you'd like to sound off against Corby Davidson, Dog Lawyer. What was that? 1-800-THE-DOGS. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, uh, my buddy at work's got two pit bulls, and they're the sweetest animals. Right. They, they can't, we were saying that. They can be. They can be, yeah. I'm just saying, he's got two of them. He lives on, on uh, 50 acres of land out, out in uh, West Texas. Mm-hmm. And shoot, man, they'll 
they'll give you the keys of the house, let you go inside before they even think about attacking you. Yeah, well, there's a lot yeah, of. Yeah, but I think are... the whole point of this was the unpredictability of the pit bull. You don't hear, you don't hear of, um, or of all dogs. To... You don't hear of Schnauzers tearing an 11-year-old's face off. No, you don't. But I'm, I'm a firm believer. It's all in who owns the dog. I agree. Dog. I completely agree with that. But still, there's that little makeup in those dogs and that breed of dog that you don't know when they're going to snap. In a breed of. Oh, oh accent. Higher on the ticket. No, it's a pit bull joining us. Are you violent? Oh, he sounds very nice and friendly. What, what, what exactly did the boy do to, to prompt the attack? I got it. What's that? All right. Hi, you're on the <laughs> ticket. Hey, Corby, I think your point about keeping him in an apartment with five other people is right on. I mean, you know, any, you know, even humans get claustrophobic, particularly, you know, 80-pound dogs. Now, think about it, though. The weird part is is that every single uh, dog attack that you hear about is, is one of three dogs. It's like a, a pit bull, a, a Rottweiler, Rottweiler, or a or, chow. Yeah. Well, I mean, would you keep... You know, a wolf in an apartment, or you know, would you keep a you know Hawaiian in an apartment? Hold me, a Hawaiian, a Tongan. Oh, okay. Well, if it's hypothetical, would you rather have three pit bulls or two Tongans? Can I, you you better can quit I, making fun of the Tongans, Corby. They're going to come after that you. That wasn't even me. That was Dave. Can you crate train them? What if you breed them a together? Tongan. I'm sorry, Greg. Craig. Jason? Who's <laughs> <laughs> Craig? I work with a him. Rottweiler cross with a Tongan. That's, that's a pit bull, isn't it? Okay. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Mm, his butch. His butch. Yeah. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, uh, Corby, why is that the Hispano and the black always had the pit bull? You never see the good white man in Highland Park have a pit bull. They have a lab. I have friends who have pit bulls. That's a stereotype. Um, and they're very white. Now, I you, think you had a half God, pit bull, God didn't But you? there are certain yes. dogs that get popular in certain communities. The black community has taken a shining to the pit bull. And they, they like, those, they like they the, like the, the Rottweiler, too. Yeah. Because Snoop Dogg turned into one. Whereas the Hispanican will... I think they will... They don't care. Just any old mixed dog. A, a, as long as, as, long as it's not street. neutered. They like as it. As long as it's not neutered and they can chain it up and just kind of let it... Wander their own yard. Right. And then it's generally white people that always like the, the Bichon Freeze and stuff like that. Hi, you're on the ticket. Corbin's opinion about pets don't count. He gets free plumbing devices at his house and his dogs get out. He blames the plumbers when he's the one that left the dogs in the house. So Corby takes up for his dogs and expects everybody who comes to his house they have the same opinion about pets that he does. What? I'm thoroughly confused. Yeah, I don't understand your point. You're saying that Corby shouldn't be upset if he has his dogs in the house for a reason and someone lets them out? He expects people that come to his house to do free things for him to take care of his pets instead of him put them out in the backyard when he has people come over. Oh, did, he's saying that you should have put them out. Did no, you no, do I, the free stuff? I think that the... Is this the guy that worked on your house? I think Corby's... No, this is not the guy that works on his house. Oh, you know what? You're talking about when... Yeah, um, when, the, 
But the, that dog got out the back gate. Yeah, the, they were outside because the guy had to come in and out because he had to go check the gas line in the alley. And I told him not to leave the back gate open, and he did. So would you I, like to retract on your statement? No, because he got real upset at the guy. and the guy. I didn't get upset. At, I didn't even know it happened for a week. See, I do think you should be upset at the guy for that because I've done that before. Hey, listen, when you're coming in and out of the house, just make sure... Right? Pay mind, be mindful of the cats. Don't let the cats out. Yeah. Or don't let the dogs out or whatever it is. And if they let them out after you gave, that was the one explicit instruction you gave them. And, and were, you were emphatic about it. I didn't, I didn't get mad at the guy. I've never even talked hey, to the guy about it. Dill. I mean, and I, I would think that guy would have a right to get mad at me if that was his one instruction yeah. to me when I went over to his house. And I did that to him. And to the guy. Do you think it would be unfair if I did that to someone? Oh. He lost. You know what that was? Schadenfreude. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, what's going on, Gordo? Hey. Hey, this is the mailman. Hey, I have a pit bull. And uh, when she goes in heat, man, she acts kind of crazy, so. Well, why don't you fix her? Uh, well, I want to have, I want to breed her sometimes so I can sell the pups, okay? You know, see, but I, don't, I don't, I don't raise her to be mean or anything like that. You don't, I know you don't, but why do you want to breed her? Just for cash? Is that good looking? Nah, because she's a good looking dog, man. You want to do it for the money. Okay, are you living for money? Am I living for money? Yeah. No. Do you, do, do you, do you work for money? Yeah, you have to work for money. Everyone, everyone life revolves around money, man. Well, how much can yeah, you, yeah, but how much can you sell a pit bull puppy for? I mean, it depends. It depends. $100 to $1,000. If she's bred right. And how how, yeah, how many in a litter usually? Huh? How many in a litter usually? Uh, Five, six, seven? Maybe up to eight. Man, I'd rather take uh, up a paper route than yeah, I know. trying to breed dogs in my no, apartment. Man, but, okay, have you ever seen a pit bull in heat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got an impact. No, seriously, <laughs> serious, man. Jeez, Louise. Okay, thank you. Hi, you're on the ticket. Gordon. Yes? Calling you from the San Francisco pound. I'm glad I got through. It's a big misunderstanding. Oh, this is the pit bull. All right, what's the misunderstanding? I was just trying to make a puppy. That's all. All right. Can you send me that MPEG? I kind of need some help. There's not much for action in here. Because what, what accent do you have? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. All right. About female softball players, as we're watching some of it up here. She's hot. Yeah. And you know that Jenny Finch is really hot. Mm -hmm. But the pitching motion can never make a girl attractive in that sport. No. no. It's always horribly unattractive. Well, that pitcher's not hot at all. So, coming up next, we'll tell you the tale of what Corby just found in his desk about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Register at any Hooters for a $200 Diamond Shamrock gift card given away every week at every Hooters in Texas every Wednesday at 9 from Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. So turned on right now. 
All right. So, what did, did anybody tease anything? You, the, you teased that. the jug. Okay, yeah. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. First, I want to ask you guys a question that came up on the uh, morning drive time program here on Ticket AM. The AM Boys, as we are known as. <laughs> when did you guys start doing that? Uh, just when I was doing screenless on the corner one day. The AM Boys. You're on with the AM Boys. It sounded so stupid and hokey. Okay. Are you attracted to women? Yes. Doing masculine things. There right. is. Now, there's there's some things I need to clarify on this. But like, because I was wondering, is it a is, is it a gayness trait that men have that we're attracted to women? And we started going through, and like George said, you know, I've always been attracted to women who drive a truck, a big, you know, like a truck. And I've always been attracted to women who, um, you know, she's like some hot girl that that hunts or something, does something out of the ordinary what a regular girl would. Or I've she really, drives like a stick shift or... Anyway, so... And, and yeah, like sports. Like George also attracted girls who are good golfers. Right. Or a girl who can play a sport that's usually... There's a, no question. What, and that's, why, that's So natural. why is that? So why is that? I don't know. It's just cool to see women do things that men normally do or normally excel at. That's uh -huh. that's cool. Like we're watching the softball up there and there's some really athletic girls that are like small and cute but they can run really fast and they throw like men. They don't uh -huh. throw like girls, which I love. I love that. I don't know what it why. But you know how I, girls I love, I love throw it. like throw like a like, if you throw with your opposite hand how dumb it looks, right. that's how they throw with their dominant hand. I love a girl that can throw a spiral. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. Is that gay? I, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of what other I mean, reason I we'd be attracted to it. Is it I don't want because a girl it shows... I don't want a girl that looks butch doing no, those things. They have to be good looking, but competent in doing those manly things. Like, if you... I don't know. I don't, I don't know what would be another example. You know what? It's like with women, though. Like changing her oil? Oh, yeah. Women are attracted to guys who um, are really proficient at playing musical instruments. Band guys. Is it because they're up there on stage and there's not many people that do that? Although nowadays everyone has a band. But, I mean, it's, is that along the same lines? You're, you're attracted to people who, who are kind of off the beaten path and do things that other people don't normally do. I think that's just generally the human makeup. You want to be unique or you want to be with someone who's unique? Okay, about the, the women and the musician thing, why, why is it that musicians tend to hold a particular sway over women? Because they're quote-unquote rebellious. They're rebellious and they're ungettable. This is the odd thing about it is that women know this about these guys. But they see him up on stage, and they want to be the one girl that gets that guy. Although they know that half the other girls in that crowd are going to get that guy, too, that same night. But they're going to be one of them. I don't know why women are sucker for musicians the way they are. I, I, I don't know what is so magical about that above every other art form. But women just go nuts for band guys. And it's so funny that that's their little Achilles heel. And normally the band guys are generally just idiots. Yeah. Just dropouts and did horribly in school. Like Danny? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, they're guys who are going to be poor their whole life, you know, and they're not particularly... It, they're not particularly artistic. That's the other thing. Like, if this was some poor painter who just had incredible, you know, painting skill, yeah, I mean, I could see sticking with that guy for a lifetime, but just the losery musician who usually is doing it because it's a was a real cheap way out anyway, you know, he's not even the singer or the songwriter. He's just he's the, the bass, bass player, player or the drummer, you know. It's like, what's, I don't get that. But I find it extremely attractive when girls are doing and it's not even like um, like there's a lot of girls that play soccer that's fairly common it's got to be the oddball sport that you don't see women doing or, or like you know you're saying hunting uh-huh. I've never seen that never you know, they, you know they sell videos of like hot topless girls shooting off M16s yeah someone sent me an impact well, of that you know that's not just really the same thing the slow the, the rifle you know recoil just jiggling them all over the place I mean you place. can throw a porn star into any situation I mean like the natural girl who's like oh yeah I like to do that yeah I mean, she's passionate about it and knowledgeable and good and proficient yeah. at something you know I really like uh, like anytime on a golf course you just see a girl you immediately look unless she's 800 pounds you immediately turn and go oh wow that's kind of cool yeah yeah you see the best wor- of both worlds in there. You see a buddy you can hang out with, and then also, you know, a person you could have sex with. Huh. Sex? Hmm. It's a little harsh. I'm ready. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so what are your girl-doing-guy things? You have spiral, Dave? Yeah, yeah, throwing a uh, spiral with a football. Um, Do you remember... Um, the Cubs third baseman Ron Santo. Yeah. Was he a girl? No. He now does like radio for the Cubs and he was a, you know, 10-time All-Star. He was a god up in Chicago. Well, his daughter went to a TCU with me. She's my age. And not really that attractive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they had a great body. I mean like a perfect body. But Butterface. she could she could do <laughs> any like she was she could throw a baseball and a football better than any guy i knew and we it was amazing to watch her throw i mean like a laser from center field it was crazy she was just a tremendous athlete and that was like a big turn on a lot of guys dated her because of that i swear because she was the best athlete in school period is it just because we like in school period in <laughs> as human beings we generally like people that have discipline and passion those are always attractive qualities in someone if you have a girl who's like a, a like a serious runner or something like that and she's just good at it and dedicated to it you know they wake up when you're like feeling like crud and they just you know go out and they just they handle their life they kind of take care of their life they're disciplined and passionate people. i do love that like you know if i'm ever driving by the lake or out at the lake and you know or jogging Shooting up at the and, lake and, uh, you know, this stalking at the lake, this hot marathon girl just books past me, you know, going like five times faster than I am. I think that's hot. Saturdays out there at the lake, it's like a mixer. There's so many women and half of them are muley and grody, but there's a good percentage of them that are really hot. And there is nothing that gets you going. Like when you're real tired and running and you see this hot girl from like 50 yards away running your way and you like... Get your posture all right. <laughs> Get this look of determination like, yeah, I'm running too, you know. And they're hot, and it's great. And then you turn around and stalk them for mm-hmm. a while. Can I smell you? 
Just run behind yeah. him. <laughs> Does this bother you? <laughs> All right, so what Corby found in his desk oh. next. North Texas Nissan Summer Bash, Friday, June 17th at Sneaky Peace. Beer, babes, volleyball, and all the ticket guys. Brought to you by Nextel. And the station that says, anytime you have a relay race, it builds excitement. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. 304 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You're listening to The Rant with Corby Davidson and Dave Lane. Are and people Gordon Keith still convening over there in Fort Worth where they spotted Jesus in the apartment window? I don't know. Is that still like a shrine? What, like a humidity stain or something? Yeah. Well, that was Jesus, according to the apartment dwellers. Mm. Dan, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Yes, good morning, boys. How are you? Fine. Listen, uh, uh, I, I work for a TV station. I'm, I'm off to Fort Worth to do a story on the Jesus thing. The lady's getting evicted, I think. <laughs> are you right now? Yeah, I'm on my way over there to go shoot it. Uh, shoot and, and her? Shoot Jesus? Well, shoot the window, and I guess the manager of the... Uh, well, ain't it a little late? I mean, you're talking like, uh, what, two weeks after the fact? Week and yeah, a half? Yeah, but I guess, I guess people are still showing up, and uh, I guess the landlord is just getting tired of it. is asking everybody just, uh, I guess she wants to evict the lady. Who's I don't think they can the legally evict her for... for yeah, I know that what he should do is remove the window and donate well, it to a church or something. Right. That's what they're thinking about. But what I called was about earlier about, the, you know, how guys like that manly thing on girls. I think girls like the same thing. Uh, they think uh, when a guy cooks, I'm, I'm a chef as well, but when a guy cooks, uh, I'm telling you, every time I brought when I was single, obviously, I would bring girls over and not tell them I was a chef, and I would cook for them this fabulous thing. They would expect maybe a bowl of cereal spaghetti that would normally guys cook. And I'm telling you, it's like the key to their world opens. Oh! It's amazing. So. Wow. You know, I don't know. I think... Um seems like all the women I run into don't like men. They like really... <laughs> don't like men <laughs> at all? They like men to be manly men of menness. I think all the... Uh, like a hunter and gatherer man? I think that they just, you know, they don't like any kind of wussified man whatsoever. Like, the, eh, you know, cooking's not that big a deal. Eh, you know, just... You know, don't let me run over you. I think I think that's it's what a, women want. They I, don't want a guy to. They just don't. I think I it's want a you to perk. Treat me poorly. I think initially they they're attracted to the manly side of it all, but then if you get into the relationship and they're like, oh, you can cook too, oh, and then they're calling their friends like, he just made me a lasagna, you know, that kind of thing. It's just mm -hmm. a, it's just a bonus. Hi, you're on AM radio. Hey, um, I was just gonna chime in on that uh, that whole women doing manly things. Yep. You go ahead. Well, it sounds kind of weird, but uh, I think one of the more disgusting things women do that's manly is bodybuilding, especially when they get really bulky and yeah, like yeah. Men. And we we kind of um, I mean, here's the the what is this mission statement? Mission statement to all this is that the woman has to be attractive, feminine and attractive. It's not that we want the woman to look like a man. Yeah. And be bodybuilding changes or starts changing her into a man. We don't want that. Hi, you're on AM, a sports ticket. Hey, this is one vote to get the women out, out of sports, period. And I go surfing about three times a year, and every time they're out in the water, they don't know what the hell they're doing. It is getting in the way. 
But let's just nuke them from the planet. Oh. Nuke them from the planet. Huh. Okay. Now, I've been out there to um, the San Diego beaches and seen some women surf, and they were really good. And they were, and that is a huge turn on. Yeah. Huge. I'm with you on that. All right, so Corby, we, we do a lot of uh, fun, happy things here on the ticket. Playing, you know, good, good strongs, pranks, and stuff like that. So Corby goes and he opens his desk. No, we have, and we, he finds something in the well, bottom drawer. Well, hang on, hang, hang on. on. Each desk that we have up here is equipped with three drawers. They're cubicles. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Not only, I don't sit at that desk very often. I certainly don't rummage through the drawers. And that last drawer, it's, it's bigger than the other two. I haven't opened it in... Because you don't have any files. It's a file drawer, and you don't have files. Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah. Why would I have files? And, and of all the, the desks up here, yours has got to be the filthiest. That's not true. Mine is now the filthiest. Look at yours, George. George is pretty filthy. George's is messy, but mine is filthy. I don't use my desk anymore, and I share it with Danny Bayless. And I just, I mean, I never use it anymore. I go over there maybe once every week or two. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go there once in a fortnight, and I go over there, and I'm appalled at the condition. Because Danny, when he finishes with a drink or anything, he just sets it over on my side of the desk. <laughs> and so there will be these cultures growing in all these styrofoam cups and McDonald's cups and everything. And it's disgusting. And, and I haven't opened the drawers of the thing in months. Well, Corby doesn't use his desk all that often either. Never opens the drawers. And so he opens a drawer and he finds something and he brings it in to us to show us. And it is a gallon of chocolate milk, about three quarters full, and the whole top half of it is has separated. It is gross. It looks like little chocolate clouds floating in some sort of egg white. So someone put that in there knowing... And, and what's the, what's the uh, best before date on the label there? Okay. It's not that bad. I looked at it and I was thinking, no, this isn't that bad. May 21st. And so we're what? We're at June 3rd? So not even a month. Has it been in there for a year? But then I look at the year. May 21st, 01. What? <laughs> Bull! Let me see it. Does that say 01? Let me, let me see that. It is. Let me see that. And we, we have I haven't opened that drawer in four years. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. No, that's a B. Oh, B1. That's a lot number. Or something. Uh, that's a B. Or an A. Uh, it was 81. Of 81. <laughs> oh, God. So disgusting. And this makes me want to vomit. So... It's, it is so disgusting looking, and so Dave says that he will do a shot of this. No, now that I'm seeing it, ugh. Oh, Would you, no okay, way. Dave, oh, Dave, God, if, if no. Mark Cuban walked in with a million bucks cash. Said drink the whole thing. Drink the whole thing. Would you give it a shot? For a million bucks, I, Tax would, tr free. I would try. But there's no way, there's no way you, you could drink that. For a million? Try it? You would, you would no. throw up. You well, yeah, you throw up, and throwing up, is, is al it's allowed. But you have to actually consume it, go down your throat. Those big marshmallow <laughs> globules. curds. We, we have not opened it to smell what's inside. Oh, I'm not going to do that. I'll throw, I'll, I will vomit. It probably I, didn't smell that bad. Let's yeah. see. Where's the, uh, do we have a cup? 
Don't pour it out. Gordon, just, just no. Open, don't just open that. Open the top and smell it. Oh, we got a cup. Uh, have one of them smell it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you remember we've done this. Don't spill it. Whatever you do. You're gonna get, he's miking the cup so you can hear the chunks fall into the cup. Oh, he opened it. Oh, and there goes the demons like in Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Like Pandora's box. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's so chunky. Oh, yuck. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, my God. It's like water. With, with, oh. Like water with chocolate in it. Like water with chocolate. Oh, my gosh. But has anyone smelled it? It doesn't smell, though. Smell it, Dave. You have a giant nose. <laughs> yeah, you're the bloodhound. <laughs> it's not that bad, is it? No. It's not? It doesn't really smell like much of anything. 521. Whew. Yeah, Dave, are you picking up the scent of that, uh, that Alabama girl in Aruba right now? <laughs> Dave can smell trouble in any part of the world. <laughs> oh, grossy gross to the you know, gross um, gross. So is anybody going to claim it, you think? Uh, who someone do you, Who will. do you think did it? Who would have a big jug I don't, that's, of chocolate I don't know. milk? I have no idea. You know, it could be like a P1, because that's what kind of creeps me out, because they're always up here at night. Oh, for the circus? Yeah. But why would you have a jug of chocolate milk? Sports reasons. You know, Cat gave Reiner a CD wrapped for Christmas one year. And um, Reiner put it in his desk. And so, I can't remember what happened. Cat, for some reason, was looking for something and opened up Reiner's drawer. And there was that CD from like three years ago. Still in a gift Still wrap? Still in a gift wrap. He never opened it. So we put a sandwich in there, like a tuna fish sandwich, and left it in there for a couple of years. He never opened the drawer. And this wasn't that long ago. This was, you know, in the last few years. But, oh, it was so sick. People just don't use the drawers and stuff here. Do you, your work job, do you use all your, you have a filing cabinet and stuff? Yeah. That gets used? They're, the bottom drawer, I... Open maybe once uh, every six weeks, two months, just to stick something in there. I'm never getting anything out of there. Yeah. Well, kudos to whoever did that. Pretty funny gag. That is so disgusting. Didn't I remember one time we put some uh, an old uh, an old half-eaten omelet in Reiner's desk. It stunk up the place for forever, and he never noticed. And finally, we had to go in and take it out because it was. That's what that smell was? It was creating hell in the cubicle area. <laughs> <laughs> and we always used to put... There was a while there where we were putting gay porn in George's desk. <laughs> where did you get your gay porn? Uh, I bought it at some store a few years ago. Um, Someone's and I'd used it so much that it didn't stop. do anything for me. Someone sent up a magazine called Boink. Yeah? And it's like a college... Uh, supposedly these people are all in college. Like, you know, skin mag. Good? No. It's very disturbing. It's, it's a lot more men than women. What? 
Yeah. It's it's like a uh, a co-ed magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like amateur pictures, like pictures people take of themselves. No, it's professionally done. No. But it's really low grade and. Where is it? Last Reiner had it last. <laughs> I don't know. It's gross. So, so we're gonna have that for tomorrow. Coming up next, we open up the audio files. What? Norm has many hobbies, including talking sports, world travel, betting the ponies, and happy endings at the Asian Massage Parlor. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Three oh four on Sports Radio thirteen ten the ticket. You've got the uh, hard line with the muser and the spare. When those two come together, it's called the rant. So, so welcome, welcome one and all, welcome to you, Dave. Welcome. And what is going on in Dave Lane's life? We haven't heard about. Oh, wait a minute, I want to look at all these blondes on that team. Yeah, they're cute, man. They are. They're all this girl, she crazy Arizona. right out of the park. All fertile and everything. Okay, so you were in Vegas. Now, where did you stay when you were in Vegas? At the Monte Carlo. Why were you in Vegas? I don't know if I've heard there of There was a, uh, you know, the agency that I work for, we have a lot of clients in the shopping center business, and so they have this big annual conference for shopping centers and retailers mm -hmm. out in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Party. Yeah, you already tuned out. Yeah. So, yeah, it was for work. And did you get to experience, I mean, were you working all day? Yeah, it was a lot of work. It was just, you know, we were going there to try and meet new people and... Network. You know, network, meet with existing clients. You would be the all-time worst networker ever. I'm Who, pretty Dave? bad at it. No, you. Who are you pointing to? I'm listening on the air and I can't see. I'm pointing at you. Okay. Gordon. You'd be the worst networker of all time because you'd have to actually talk to people. I would be second worst because I just, I can't do it. I'm not good at it. I hate it. There's some hey, who love doing, doing that stuff. Dave Land, I work for uh, Vetrix and uh, how's it going? <laughs> I mean, fortunately, I was, I was not, that was not my primary function. I was more of like, in the meetings that we had, I would kind of give the presentation. Would you like to network with me? <laughs> hey, I'm Dave. Want to network real quick? <laughs> <laughs> now, you used to... You look like you used to go out with a girl who liked to network, didn't you? Uh-huh. So what does she do in those? Like, what did she say was enjoyable about it? I don't know. Meeting new people, I guess? I guess. I just think it seems like a colossal kick in the groin to meet people because you want to further your business career. Yeah, it's all about, hey, who are you and who do you work for That's and great. what can you do for me? Are you still outsourcing? We're building relationships. And How are your core competencies going? <laughs> and yeah, to have that conversation with people, ugh. Just do get on your, the air at 3 and do your radio show and just go home. You want to come over here with me and leverage our cost value? What? No. I just, I don't want to talk. I just, <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I go to my hotel room? 
But we're not going to be alone. Uh, okay. Send me an email or something. <laughs> yeah, it seems like email could revolutionize the networking process. It would cut out so much of happy hours and stuff. Face-to-face -face time. And I think that's half of what happy hours have turned into she's now. She's kind of cute. Look at our, that. Our networking. No, she's not. I think she is. You see, she's real goth. Too got the black fingernails and everything. See, that's the difference between you guys and me. I like the goth girl. Well, yeah, I think you, like you, have a, you hold a nice little place in your heart for the goth girl because I think there was maybe a dalliance with one or two back in the day. Yeah. And See, I, always, I never had one. I always liked Winona Ryder, like in Beetlejuice. That was when she was at her prime to me. Give me that. Too gothy. I love gothy, goth, goths. Gothy just, they always seem real dumpy. Well, now, now once again, you have to have a good-looking girl. So, like, uh, Princess Grace, who was gothed out. What? You talking about dead Johnny Cochran? <laughs> no, why are you obsessed with dead Johnny Cochran? See, look at that. She's got a nice, uh, she's not heavy. Okay, I'll give you this. The goth girl that's a good athlete, interested. There you go. Yeah, I know. Now that, Does that because exist? The, because that's her. Because the goth are She's so... the only one. ...are so anti-everything. Anti-sun. <laughs> right. Anti-life. They're, they're too cool to do anything. Ooh, look at her. Does she have She's a tat? tattoos. And look at her hair, cornrows. Look at all those earrings. She looks better in that commercial they just showed over than she does now. Yeah. She looks pretty rough there. She's, she's wearing She's a, a mouthpiece. No, she's wearing a mouthpiece there. Well, she don't get hit in the head. That's the female cup. The mouthpiece? <laughs> yeah. Look at that. See, she's wearing a mouthpiece. She's got the nose ring, multiple piercings. Look at all those piercings. earrings. No, she's got a gold tooth. I'm telling you, that's an, a mouthpiece. Uh, I wish I was at that game. See, but I love the that goth girls. That would mean I was in college. All right, so what kind of girls do you... See, Dave is always just like the sorority girl. I, no, I he like... He likes the, the... I like... Bambi. No, I like the... I like the sorority girl with an edge. I like the... Non-typical sorority girl. Is there the such kind, a thing? The kind no. of the alternative girl with like. Sure, I'm in a sorority, style. but I listen to Keen. Why don't you say alternative girl? Well, but yeah, but uh, an alternative girl that's not like you know grungy. But she's got to be mainstream to you. You like very mainstream girls. No, I'm cutting edge. I listen to Dave Matthews and Madonna. No, I like the uh, I like the the good-looking hippie chick. The yeah. El Naturel I love that too. hippie girl. You cannot do anything better than that. I like kidnapped Alabama teens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not sure Ooh. that's a... There's not many of them, Dave. Yeah, I love the hippie girl with no makeup, but just a real natural beauty and just kind of barefoot wearing some summer dress. And yes. Just, you know, seems so yeah. comfortable with herself. I don't, I don't need hair under the arms, and I would l prefer it if you would shave your legs. But uh, I just like them, no makeup, Bald. maybe some pigtails. Just hot. Juggy. What does that mean? Bra optional. Pigtails are underrated. I love pigtails. You, pigtails, I, I've, they always do something for me. I've been and the biggest kind of champion of them. Though. Because why do they do something for all of us? I don't know, but you know... Because it's so innocent. It's so associated with extreme youth. <laughs> 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 well, but why every guy loves pigtails, I think. No, that's not true. 
I know a lot of guys that don't like it. I love a girl who looks good in a baseball cap. Yeah, I do too. Especially when they pull the ponytail through yeah, the through the bag. thing. Through the thing. Yeah. You ever pull the hat down above their eyes and shove them into sheetrock? No. And kick them where they're bloody? <laughs> That's what the baseball hat's for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> So that's settled. Well, we could take calls from the P1, what they like in a woman. Hey, Greg, are you still back there? No. He left? You thought he was behind you? Yeah. No. Well, we're, we're really crawling to the finish line today. <laughs> oh, man, I've had this video. It's so funny. Someone sent me yesterday of a race in Europe, a, a bicycle race. And this guy is coming towards the finish line, right? In this little medieval town. Anyway, he's so it's, it's an MPEG, right? Yeah, it's an MPEG. Stop it. And um, so he sees the finish line. He looks back behind him. His opponent is way back there. So he raises his arms like they'll do, you know, when he's about uh, 20, 30 yards out. Raises his arms. He wipes out. And the bike goes squirrely up underneath him. And he falls down. <laughs> He falls down the bike, and uh, then he gets back up real quick and tries to get on the bike, and the chain's off the bike and everything. So he just starts holding, you know, he's holding the bike, running, running beside it. it, running with the bike. Does that count? To the finish line, and his opponent just zips right past him and looks at him and then raises his arms. <laughs> <laughs> it was so defeating. He deserves it. When does the tour oh. start? Uh, what? Soon, right? Yeah. Like, in the next... Beginning of June, July? Right? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's what? Thursday? What a, uh, it's this year. I know that. <laughs> you know, and I really should try to get over there and see part of it. It's going to be Lance's last I know. One. I know. That'd be so much fun. Don't you have to get go to another get go world, though, country? Stuff. Can you, you stay here and do world. it? Yeah, you can just watch it on TV from here, I think, <laughs> now. So, hi, you're on the ticket. What do you like in a woman? Uh, I, uh, hi, Ann, boys. I like the the indie rock chick. Yes, yes. The one that can tune the guitar and, and uh, who can jump up and down with the guitar. You know what? That's attractive to me, a woman tuning think, a guitar. But see, I think a woman has to, I don't mind female guitar players and singers, but they can't have any male movements. I don't like it when they... I don't like rock when like girls, a guy or yeah, I don't like, like that. when girls try and rock. So they, they have to rock have the very feminine. So they can't have the bulge. I don't know what that means. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hello. Oh hey yes. Hey, hey, sweetheart. What's your name? Eileen. Eileen. Uh huh. What do you like in a girl? <laughs> Actually, I was listening to that. That's not, I have a question for you, but okay. As far as girls, what do y'all think of the like roller derby girls? They're kind of tough, kind of goth, and cute. Out. You if know they're what? feminine, then I okay. haven't seen like the modern roller derby girl, so I can't comment. Out. Okay. The, like the Out. 70s roller roller derby girl is. Do you like guys in bands? Um, once upon a time, not anymore. How old are you now? I'm 35. Oh, okay. Well, that's Sorry, you disgusting. Call us on a better cell phone next time. Hi, you're on the ticket. Call on a cell phone that makes you eight younger. Boobs, fake tan, fake nails, belly ring, toe ring, thumb ring. That's what I like. I love. I still love the nose ring. I like. He likes I like fake. the piercings. 
I like, um, oh, here's more programming.